This is CliffCentral.com. So Wednesday, it's a beautiful Wednesday. It's hectic. It's just before the mayhem. We've got a beautiful show lined up. My boy, my 40 is also caught up in traffic. It's been an interesting week for me, I think, with this whole traffic and um, accidents that have been happening all over the country. But I mean, welcome to 360 Biz, um, an entrepreneurial show that brings you information, insights, and education and access to opportunity. Today on the show, we're talking about entrepreneurship opportunities. And I think opportunities in the entrepreneurship space, uh, I think the word opportunity in the entrepreneurship space is a buzzword because everyone is out there waking up each and every day in the morning searching for that big break, that big opportunity, that big deal that is going to help their business move to the next level. So we're excited today. We've got three amazing guests that I'll introduce um, a little bit later on um, in my opening. And they, they, I mean, they're just going to be sharing their entrepreneurial insights, but most importantly, the work that they are doing in, in giving up entrepreneurs access to opportunities. Um, more than half of South Africa's more than half of South Africans who run their own businesses are youth. According to the Real State of Entrepreneurship Survey survey in 2017, undertaken by the Seed Academy, uh, undertaken by the Seed Academy, more than 1,200 entrepreneurs took part in the research project. Its findings also show that the gap between male and female entrepreneurs was closing. I think this is particularly cool. I don't know what you guys think, but I think this is particularly cool because, I mean, we run um, a lot of initiatives and we also off air we work on a lot of initiatives aimed at developing a lot of entrepreneurs and you'd find there in a room where there's 150 entrepreneurs i mean a good i don't know 30 or 20 is ladies you know and i really think that women and and, and, and ladies out there have got amazing and ingenious ideas but for me to continue um while south africa is considered an entrepreneurial leader in the sub-saharan africa its weakest link its weakest link in terms of its entrepreneurial ecosystem is startup skills this poses the question, what are skill, what, this poses the question, what skills can local youth be taught in order to improve their appetite for entrepreneurship? While South Africa's education system does not include some of, some of the basic entrepreneurial training through craft entrepreneurial days at primary level and business and economic subjects at, at a secondary level, the overall reach of this type of education needs to expand much further. Some companies have found opportunities for entrepreneurs to tap into. Our guests today will talk about these, will talk about these opportunities and how they can improve entrepreneurs. Their workspace in partnership with my have developed an entrepreneurship competition. The overall price package is three hundred and fifty thousand. My goodness, ah man! When when does the holiday start? The holiday starts today. I don't know Wednesday to Wednesday seven days three hundred fifty thousand. I don't know. I don't know if this cash would go into my business account. I don't know. I don't know about you guys. The competition is specifically designed to ensure that entrepreneurs with outstanding business ideas get the opportunity to realize their dreams and build their company into a lasting success. As part of the competition, there will be um, mentors and training sessions with uh, Paki Sotsotezi, the co-founder of the Hookup Dinner. And I know this gentleman very well And I'm excited about today's show Opportunities, opportunities But I think it's an icebreaker This three, How do I access this 350,000? I think before you answer that Could you please just um, tell us who you are And introduce yourself to our guests And where you're from 
my name is LJ Swat. I'm the managing partner of a company called Oxygen Communications. We look after commercial brand strategies and implementation. And I think, you know, the relevance for us joining on the show is the workspace uh, is a key client of ours. And I think, you know, what they've done with this initiative and partnership with or an affiliation with, with MyWay, you know, has been phenomenal. I think the opportunities from uh, being an entrepreneur myself, understanding where where we were seven and eight years ago, I just think that, you know, it's got to be, it's very commendable what the workspace of MyWay has done with us, um, specifically, you know, knowing how they've tailored all of this yeah and i am marie scurry i'm the ceo of the workspace and we specialize in serviced offices and co-working for those entrepreneurs and those startup businesses we've got a passion for them and yes we the ones that launched the competition together with my way and that's where the competition prize comes from with the 350,000 rand. So those 350,000 worth, is it worth of prizes or is it cash? It's worth of prizes. Okay. Like you said before, this is an initiative that we've started also to, to make sure that a business with a brilliant idea, it's for those, those people that just need that extra push. Yeah. So it's those people that they've got everything going for them, but they just need that little bit extra to make a huge success out of their business. And, um, if I can tell you what the prize consists of, that adds up to the 350,000. No, no, I think, I think don't go into okay. that now. Cause I want to dig a little bit deep. I don't want to give it all too soon. All right. Busi? Um, I'm Busi Rapekwani. I'm from a company called, uh, The Transformation Legacy and we are an entrepreneur development organization offering business mentorship to small businesses and really looking at small businesses thinking beyond. That's one of our taglines, and the reason for that is we want small businesses to transition from generation to generation, and for entrepreneurs, when they start their businesses, to really think about leaving a lasting legacy in their business. So we develop entrepreneurial skills, and we also focus on building entrepreneurial mindset so that the entrepreneur is equipped um, with the relevant skills they need for a successful business. That's lovely. And I think just as an opening question that I'll direct to Busi and LJ, um, I think I think I'll also direct it to you as well, Mari. Do you think that big business is doing um could you guys work a lot with large corporates and all that stuff? And I would assume that you get to interact and you get to interact with them as well. Do you really think that they are playing their part in terms of supporting entrepreneurship in the country? Now listen, I mean, I think that question is is a double edged sword. Yeah. It's it's. I think there's a lot of them that that that. Uh, does amazingly well in that space, but I do think that the sustainable approach for me is something that that has to be addressed, mm-hmm. where it's not just one competition and it's not just an in and out um, that runs on the back of publicity, because I think uh, that's that's where the issues are in terms of developing our entrepreneurs. We've got probably, and I mean I don't know the stats of this, but we probably have some of them the best entrepreneurial minds on a global scale. If you look at our cultural diversity, um, you know, that all boils down to different ways of thinking. And that's why, you know, what the workspace is doing with a specific competition really excited us as one of their suppliers is because, you know, there are sustainable Mm. goals uh, built within this competition. Um, So to answer your question, I I think yes, but I think the focus should be around sustainable programs. Mm. That's not 
just a case of uh, a toolbox without knowing how to operate this, um, to revisit, to redevelop, to regrow. Um, and invest more time in that fashion for me would be, you know, the smart way of, of building sustainable entrepreneurs um, or businesses. I like that. Mm. Busy? Um, I think from, from my perspective, there are a fair number of corporates that are, are doing a lot, uh, for small businesses. Um, I think what we do need to remember is that how, how they, um, support small businesses is, is, is very critical because they are experts who, uh, have experience in, in developing entrepreneurs. And I think when corporates partner with those experts, then you, you have, um, sustainable development, then you have initiatives that can leave a lasting impact. However, I think, um, in, in some cases you find that, um, initiatives are taken up by the corporate themselves and they don't really know how to, how to develop programs. They don't need, they don't know the content of the programs. They don't know what makes entrepreneurs tick. So I think in partnership with the right experts, then that's where you see the impact, um, from the support. That, that corporates give to small businesses. So I think, I think for me, one of the things that stands out in reading, um, that short intro that the producer gave to me was the fact that there's mentorship. Um, I like, I like mentorship because I mean, when I started doing business 12 years ago, there was no mentorship. You just did everything as you moved along. But I think the most important thing is to be able to create programs or competitions or whatever, um, um, that inculcates a culture of entrepreneurship. But most importantly, entrepreneurship must always just be in the air. But I mean, as the workspace, you guys are a, are a working space. Why this particular competition? Why this route? You know what, I, what I can add to that is, um, I've been doing this for 17 years. Wow. I've been, in the industry of serviced offices. And yes, we've got a business to run and yes, we also need to make money. But at the end of the day, like I said to you before, it's, I always can't stress enough about the passion we have for SMEs. Um, it's a very important to us. We work with these small companies, small to medium sized businesses on a daily basis. And it's like we've just mentioned now, the sustainability for them um, to have a backbone for them at the end of the day. You see these one-man businesses, two-man businesses. At the end of the day, what happens is the workspace, the staff members of the workspace become part of their businesses. Mm. It becomes their supporting structure. And that is why definitely at the workspace, our clients are just not not just a number. Um, we make sure that we understand what your business does. Um, we run a community. We make sure that there's networking taking place. And getting back to your question about the, the, the blue chip companies, mm, mm. it's a definite yes and there's a definite no involved there. And that's where, you know, people that can actually offer something a little bit extra needs to stand up and do that, especially now with the youth. Yeah. They've got such great ideas. There's brilliant business concepts. If you come to our branches and you listen to some of these people's, what, what they've come up with with their businesses, but they need that support structure. Mm. And hopefully with this competition, I believe that that's something that we will be able to give them. And in the 17 years, I would assume, is it, is it been 17 years of working with SMEs directly or is it just work servicing workspaces? Um, 17 years in literally working in a serviced office environment. Um, 
yeah, working with SMEs. Yeah, and go. and what's what's your feel with regards to the entrepreneurial? Um, I don't know the the SME landscape. Do you feel like? Um, there is there is a notion that um, a lot of entrepreneurs like the idea of uh, bootstrapping, not necessarily bootstrapping, but running their businesses from the boot. Um, do you really believe or do you really think, I'm trying to find a way of phrasing this question properly, but do you really think that entrepreneurs that take up the office idea and set up office and set up camp have got a much more likely chance of succeeding? I don't know. Are there such variables that are out there? Do they take business more serious or whatever the case? You know what, that's the sad part of it, is those people can actually work from an office environment sometimes and be successful, but does your client take you seriously? Hmm. And that's where the whole question mark Hmm. comes in. Hmm. So we offer people a professional business environment, a professional business address, calls answered in your company name. You know, when you are a one-man show and you're out on meetings, your calls are being answered, messages get hmm. taken, meeting rooms are there, professional boardrooms with projectors and stuff. So when you need to do that presentation and everything's hanging on this one client, at least that that client walks into a professional environment where they feel that this is, you know, I can do business with this company. So, LJ... And, and Boosie. <laughs> so back to that. I mean, the professionalism element of this. I mean, how, what's your take on entrepreneurs that are still utilizing Gmail accounts? Is, is that, is that, is that professional? When you receive an email from a, what's, oh. what's your feel? Cause I've heard quite a few people say a couple of things, mm. you know, I've heard guys bashing it. I've heard certain guys say something else, but you know, from a professionalism, I've got my own reservations about it, but, yeah, I must. I must admit, from a personal point of view, I do think that there's uh, probably a, a, a negative, let's call it a stigma, for the lack of a better phrase, around that. Because if you, you know, if you're pitching for certain, you know, to certain corporates or businesses, those kind of things flag up. I think what you want to do when you're an entrepreneur is you want to give yourself the best chance. So whether whether you need to run a poll to understand if a Gmail account, you know, might uh, put someone off or not, I'd rather go in the other direction and make sure that the basic stationery and stuff like that's taken care of. I do, th- and then on the back of your previous question with regards to the office space, it's a two-prong approach because I think your external your external image obviously plays a massive role. Yeah. But the, for me, the biggest enemy of an entrepreneur is the isolation that could easily, you know, creep up on you. It's tough to face the world when you've just started and you're sitting in your flat or you're working like you, you call it the bootstrapping approach, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et whereas uh, a facility like the workspace provides an engagement environment, a network environment where you're actually working towards, although you're separate companies, everyone's fighting the battle together, plus it enhances a networking approach. So, no, I wouldn't recommend uh, Gmail accounts. There'd probably be (laughs) opposition that that could state the the country. But for me, no, I think it's it's smart to have the basic stuff, you know, taken care of. Um, I think as an entrepreneur, it's very important to recognize that whatever you put out there, people are making perceptions about your business. So um, whether it's sending an email or how you answer your phone, but people are forming perceptions and you always want to um, come across as professional mm. and... Some people might, might not really mind getting that Gmail account, but you, you, you want to give your, your business the best chance you can give it. Mm. So I think, um, for me, stick to 
um, being professional and make sure that whatever you send out there, you are conscious that people are forming perceptions about it. So, Busi, you know, just just a question to latch onto that. What is an entrepreneurial development expert? Before you answer that, my boy Tevoko is in the building. How are you, boy? Survive the traffic. Hey, dudes. <laughs> it's a nightmare. I don't know how these people got here, but hey, <laughs> what's matters is that uh, I'm here. And uh, interesting enough, Bulelani, um, I've downloaded, I've had, Infinite, I've downloaded, I've got the app on my phone. So I've been listening um, to an interesting conversation. Um, that, that you've been having in regards to our entrepreneurial development expert, um, and our, around the opportunities, um, surrounding entrepreneurship, um, as a whole. And there's a point that, um, my brother mentioned, um, I think in regards to corporate, mm-hmm. um, partnering with, with, with small business. I think it was, a, it was a good question that you asked to say, are they doing enough? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I'm actually coming from Pretoria, um, from a Nissan experience event. Uh, and it's actually the question that I asked as well to say, are they doing enough? And most of these corporate, you find themselves that um, they say there's no black businesses or they can't find the businesses that they need um, to actually be doing the development. So that's why I think, uh, obviously, uh, companies like Mari, where they, they're able to come together, these entrepreneurs, and actually share the space, I think maybe this is a platform where some of these entrepreneurs um, can actually be found I'm actually not sure If I'm happy or sad That you are here Why? So you just reminded me Of the fact that I missed that engagement <laughs> <laughs> So Musi I mean What is an entrepreneurial uh, Development expert? Um, it's, it's my description Of what I do yeah. And we are Passionate about Entrepreneurship We are passionate about Developing entrepreneurs So an entrepreneur Development expert Is someone who specializes In developing entrepreneurs Someone who's got The experience of um, what results in failing small businesses, what results in succeeding small businesses, and someone who's gotten the experience and expertise to really groom entrepreneurs to make sure that they build their businesses for success and for a good legacy. And what, what, what are some of the big challenges that you think a lot of SMMEs or startup or experienced entrepreneurs suffer from, if there is such a, such a categorized thing? Um, most entrepreneurs suffer from, um, lack of, uh, business knowledge. Um, and I know that's broad because within business knowledge, there's different things. You could say managing of finances. You could say the ability to find new clients. You could say the ability to network. You could say, you know, the ability to set up the right structures, the ability to set up the right systems. Um, but in general is, is having the right business knowledge, just knowing what to do with this business idea. I think a lot of entrepreneurs, when they start off, they've got great ideas that they've put together, but just knowing how do you make this idea come to life and how do you move from the, ex- the excitement of this new idea and now turning it into a business? Because remember, if you're excited about uh, making bottled water, and I'm only saying this because all of us here have got bottled water. Yeah. So if you're excited about making bottled water, you're not really familiar with what is the business behind uh, making money out of bottled water. So just um, the understanding of the business dynamics, the understanding of how to make money out of this passion that you might have and how to make money out of the skill that you might have. So generally that it would be business skills. 
And I mean, according to you, LJ, because I would assume, I mean, you, how long have you been an entrepreneur for now? So this will be my eighth year, yeah. Eight years? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So there's a four year difference between me and him starting our businesses out. And what has the entrepreneurial journey been like? I think it's, it, it, there's an aspirational, you know, feeling emotions when you start your business and then it's pretty easy the real world hits you <laughs> and everything you thought you know comes naturally doesn't and all the support you think comes naturally doesn't i think uh, entrepreneurs uh, and and we obviously learned this the hard way as well is uh, do it the wrong way around in terms of functional versus emotional because mm. i think profiling your business always has those two key elements where mm. Mm. you know you want to spur emotion um when when you want to entice people to engage with your business but you don't have your functional ducks in a row. I think because the emotional side is the exciting side. You know, you want to, you see yourself, you know, on a global scale, but you, you don't, but you've got a Gmail account. Mm. <laughs> so I think for me, that was, it's been, I mean, it's, it's, it's very rewarding. Of course, it's very rewarding, but like these competitions of uh, put together by the workspace and my way it ensures that the, the the mistakes made by entrepreneurs can be dodged due to mentorship mm. due to the engagement and the access to expertise i mean if if uh, i would i would have latched onto this if this was 8 years ago mm. due mm. to the prizes are are great but you tap into a community and you tap into a network that you won't be able to create yourself within 12 months. I think for me, that's the biggest, that's the biggest opportunity. And that's why we entice these entrepreneurs, you know, um, and aspirational entrepreneurs to engage with this competition because regardless of whether you win or whether you're in the top five or top 10, it opens a new world that you cannot create yourself within 12 months. I think that's uh, – so, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been amazing. The, the, the journey has been amazing. Um, but I think, you know, it's like there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of bullets that we, we could have dodged. So, Marie, what are some of the prizes? I think, I think, I think we're there now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, what we're doing is um, the entries, obviously, you can get onto our website to enter, first of all. I think that's important. Yeah. And um, the entries close on the 15th of May. So, okay. there's limited time left. And what will happen is there will be a judging panel. And also, we will have, like, a final 10 and then a final five. And through that progress, there will be mentorship, etc. And they will be pitching to the judges and also, obviously, after getting the skill of how to pitch your business. And what we were also doing is when we've got the final five, we are actually doing short videos of each of them that they can keep. The final five can oh, keep that afterwards. Nice, that is a pitch on their business. And that we will also roll out on social media for them to get recognized out there as well. And we've also got a, quite a nice social media platform and um, quite a large one. So we will roll that out introducing that final five to the public out there, um, on the um, then then obviously we will announce the winner, and then commencing on the first of October, that winner will receive twelve months free office space in our brand new um, site, which is in Village Road, twenty one Village Road in CBD Johannesburg. It's amazing, it's really nice, and they will receive an office the size up to four, seating four people, mm, mm. a lockup office for twelve months. That then includes. Free Wi-Fi, telephone um, handsets, obviously for you to make those telephone calls as well. The lines are already installed in there. 
teas and coffees for you, your staff, and obviously your clients that you meet up. Free boardroom usage for that 12 months. Um, It will give you access to the workspace community platform, which... Um, LJ here just mentioned that's very important So they will have access to these profiles And these people, this community We have formed within all our branches Countrywide They will get 24-hour access to the premises um, Obviously all the bits and pieces that go with It's furnished with, with the office space The staff on hand that we've got on there And we're also throwing in a Dell laptop And then from MyWay Business Insurance, they will insure all the office content for them, all the electronic specialized equipment. And they will also do all risk cover for the laptops up to four people, cell phones up to four people, and then also public liability and employer's liability cover up to 2.5 million. Then over and above that, we're also going to give the winner, it's a five-page website, basically, logo and corporate identity design, um, search engine optimization, and social media setup. Um, they're also going to give them, we have, we've actually got the sponsor to give us training, them training for an hour on the website. And obviously, it's, it's, it's a training session for understanding how the website works and updates and all that type of thing. And then also 12 months of free hosting of that. So they won't have those expenses. Another um, sponsor that we've got also gave us a bespoke share portfolio for the business. The business life um, stage risk assessment is state plan for all the directors and shareholders to the value of 15,000 rand per plan. Advice on managing and improving cash flow with the business. Tax advice for the business. And then also then from LJ and them that's sitting next to me here, they were also given their prize for brand communication strategy for this winner and also two strategic sessions with the managing director of that business. So let me get this right. There's no cash prize. There is no cash prize, no. The okay. reason, um, the, well, basically what the prize is, is also to ensure that this structure that we've put in place mm-hmm. is for someone to get into and actually do not worry about those nitty-gritty things mm. and that they can actually st- start running their business without the worrisome of the admin side, all mm. that type of thing, and actually start making a success of it. Oh, okay. Mary, speaking of price, it is elsewhere with in great impact, um, anticipation that the Nation Builder, together with Stellenbosch University, are launching the Launch Lab uh, part of the Mekon Group that has launched an inaugural National Builder Social Innovative Challenge. The challenge climates in a pitching event of 10 finalists on the 13th of June in Stellenbosch, where a panel of judges will evaluate business idea and select three finalists to share 150,000 seed capital and business incubation support from the Stellenbosch University Launch Lab. Um, it is indeed in partnership with Cliff Central. I remember we had them on studio. Yeah, as definitely. Well. Na- nation Builder. Yes, Nation Builder. Uh, we're going to as well have an opportunity to actually have one of the guests um, from uh, Nation Builder to actually tell us how the competition um, is going. We hope through Mari as well. With time, you will tell us or give us an update as to how the competition mm-hmm. Yes, um, it's, it's going. Busi, you also running something? Yes, um, I'm running a program uh, specifically for entrepreneurs who still are in either corporate or are working full time somewhere. Okay. But they've got ideas. They're running a business on the side, but they really do not know how to really transition from being a full time employee to becoming a full-time entrepreneur. Okay. So um, I've got a program that that caters specifically 
to them, mm-hmm. to their needs. Um, the training sessions take place on Saturdays because that we know that they're working from Monday to Friday. And it will specifically focus on them just building a, a, a business model and a business strategy and really taking into consideration what they need to do before they leave their full-time employment, what they need to do financially, either with um, building up finances for the business or even with personal finance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a lot of requests previously where people are saying, I really want to leave my job and want to start my business, but how do I um, you know, pay off my debt? What do I do with my, my current obligations? And how do, how do I know that the business will work? So this, 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 this program would really um, give them insight on, on how to run their, their own business and really give them in, um, insight on how to transition because some of us that have started businesses before have worked in the corporate environment. We've transitioned and the facilitators and mentors who are experts uh, that will be taking them through this process are also people that have worked in corporate on a full-time basis and transitioned into becoming an entrepreneur. So it's really practical program that speaks directly Directly to the needs of people that are sitting with business ideas, sitting with businesses that they're running mm-hmm. over the weekend and want to transition yeah. into full time. Is it sponsored? It is not sponsored. Mm. It's an independent program. Okay. And there is a cost to it for those entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. It will cost 7410 Okay. For the period of the program. And what they will get is training over a period of four weeks. And then thereafter, they will get business mentorship and business support on an advisory basis for a period of six months after the training program. So now for people that are listening that want to be part of that program, where can they get hold of the more information? They can call us on 010. 010. 005. 005. 5753. 5753. Or they can send an email to info at com. Okay. Uh, Mary, people that want to get uh, to be part of the competition? They can definitely visit our website, which is www.theworkspace.co.za, mm-hmm. and you can't miss it. It's on the top, the first page and the top, and it also will remind you before you exit and will pop up a little banner to say, have you entered? Just a quick one. What's the criteria? The criteria is quite simple. It's we basically what we've asked for is we've asked for a green barcoded ID. We want to support a South African. Okay. You have to be a South African citizen. We've asked for a company registration. So we want people that are serious. Okay. Um, if you've registered your company, um, possibly a proof of a bank account. We have had entries that people are still busy with that, which is perfectly fine. They've entered with their registration number. And then we always call it a business plan, but we are not strict on a business plan. We want to know what your idea is. Mm. So even if you put that down for us on a page or two, just to show us what your idea is and a CV of yourself, tell us who you are. Um, and we would love to get to know the personality behind it mostly. Um, and yeah, that's basically, it's, that's basically it in a nutshell. So yeah. I've got a suggestion. I think you need to apply and I'll apply. We'll automatically get in. We rent out the office space. 
sell the laptops, go have a job. Is it, are these, are these, are the prizes transferable? I mean, if, if I win the office space, am I able to lease it out to someone? You know, so that guys are not listening. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurs are very... Talk about entrepreneurs. They, they see opportunities where others don't. <laughs> yeah. Is it transferable? Unfortunately not. No, that's why you will be pitching your business as well. And the other small criteria that I need to tell you is, was obviously we want to make it for somebody that's not bigger than a four-man business. So, you know, we don't want you to go into... We want somebody that either a one-man okay, show yeah. up mm. to a four-man business. Mm. But let, let, let me play the devil's advocate here, um, Mary. So right now you find um, some businesses, Let's say because I'm listening to your prize offering. Yeah? Uh, let me say a business like Brilliant. He's got an office space. Um, he does printing, so he does it is with machinery. So obviously in that shared space, he wouldn't fit. He's got a domain. He's got a website. He's got some of the offering that you already have. Do you understand? So now for a business like that... You understand? So for me, from what I'm gathering, it's as if there's no value other than the insurance and other than the, some of the um, the development that you're going to be giving the business in terms of the offering. Yeah, so basically you will have somebody, like you explained, mm-hmm. that has got an office space mm-hmm. that, you know, perhaps have their domain and everything, but they might be struggling at this stage. Mm-hmm. True. So moving into another office space that is actually all paid for for 12 months is going to relieve you financially mm-hmm. a lot. Also, what will happen then, we have discussed it, the website uh, part of it. They will re-look at your website. They will refresh mm-hmm. it perhaps. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Google AdWords, all that type of thing plays a big role. Yes, and that's where that role mm-hmm. comes to play. You will save a lot of money if you are already established but it is hard out there. It's tough out there. It is. Something that I can tell you out of mm. my experience and how we train our mm. staff. Twice a year we train our staff and new people that join our, our company. Mm. It's one of my first things I always say to them is when an entrepreneur walks into your biz, into that, into that building, you have to remember that that person consists of a majority of percentage of fear, mm. the fear of failure. And that's where we have to always step in as well. And they must remember that we're dealing with individuals here. We're dealing with their businesses. Mm-hmm. They're not just a number that walks in that's going to pay our salaries at the end of the month. That person is going to boost the economy at the end of the day. So it gets more intense like that. And that's where we believe that this prize that we're giving is going to make somebody successful. We are not going to let them go after 12 months. We want them to be successful. And we want to hear their story for the next 10 years. I like that. LJ? Yeah, I'd like to add to that, Marie. I think, um, uh, Tabojo, and just to, 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 to latch onto what you mentioned, the, the cash prize issue and the, and the prizes issue, et cetera, et cetera, might not fall within a direct criteria or need for certain businesses. But a smart entrepreneur would not look at that anyway. I think what we, what we need to look at is the community that the workspace and Maui has created. Mm-hmm. What we want to do as entrepreneurs is we want to create sales environments every single day. Whether we do printing, whether we do creative concepts, or whether we sell whatever we sell. Mm-hmm. I think what we've got to understand is the value of tapping into a community like the workspaces. If you look at entrepreneurs that make use of this facility that have grown their businesses due to the fact that they engage with the entire community within the business uh, as well as with the workspace itself. A lot of the supply the supply chain from a workspace point of view comes from entrepreneurs that actually rent from, from, from the workspace, which I find, you know, it's a very controlled 
controlled, very captive audience that you tap into in terms of um, initiating a strong selling channel uh, from an entrepreneur point of view as well. And of course, you know, the network that we mentioned earlier, uh, the nice to have those prizes are amazing prizes, but I do think just looking at that would be, you know, a short sighted approach. Uh, the long game, the long game is, is where the real value lies. Um, mm. For me, that, that, that's, you know, the real appealing side of this, of this entire competition. So, you know what I like the platform. I mean, how many people are on the platform? How many entrepreneurs members. do you guys have? Yeah, members currently. If you well, we've got around about a thousand five hundred members, mm, mm. and um, yeah, so you you will walk into one of our branches and you will get to deal with forty odd different companies, and mm. all doing their own different thing. We also on our social media we we also like talking about it. We've got stories where somebody would be at one of our branches, but they use three different members to actually as a supplier of these. And they end up generating an income from out their workspace. Oh, wow. No, I like that. I like that because I think the biggest thing is that I've been to workspaces or rather co-working spaces that are, I don't know, in isolation. And they are not creating platforms of engagement and networking amongst the entrepreneurs themselves. And I think it goes back to that. Being able to create um, a sales environment is created when we are all cohabiting in the same space, but also are given the equal opportunity to engage and, you know, engage and develop and work together. And I think that's very important. But I mean, and what? so if I win and I win a workspace, I can only utilize a space in Joburg. Well, your office will be based in our new branch, and that's obviously part of our launch yeah. in our branch as well, is our new branch in Village Road. But you must remember, when you're a member of the workspace, you can use any branch within the country that we've got. How many branches do you have? We have got 11 currently and three new developments that's coming up this year. Oh, nice. Yes. So, basically, if you're a member there at Village Road, your office might be there. And um, We actually had an entry the other day that said he's from KZN. Mm. And we said that's perfectly fine because we've got a Peter Maritzburg branch. Mm. So, you can still have your office. You might want to expand and do a Joburg-based mm. office. And... You can obviously use your space still in meetings at your Peter Marisburg branch, and that's included in your prize. Mm. So who are some of the judges that you have? Our judging panel is actually, um, we've got from my way, mm-hmm. we've got Monet Stoltz, we've got Christian, um, yeah, Christian from, uh, from uh, my way as well, mm-hmm. and that will be myself, mm-hmm. it will be Bayers, which is my financial, um, financial from the financial side, mm-hmm. and my, um, so, so he'll be my support on my side. And mm-hmm. um, Pakiso is actually from the hookup dinner. He's also one of our judges. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that's not from either my way or from the workspace. Mm-hmm. There's an entrepreneurship expert next to you. Um, is there space for more judges? <laughs> I know she's damn good at what she does. They definitely is. We can talk. Yeah, no, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, um, Busi, I mean, speaking of you being um, a subject matter expert in the entrepreneurship space, I know you've done a lot of work. You, you're particularly part of the family and the furniture here now, um, from the likes of doing Hub Factory and and many others. So, right now, what should we look forward to as the year goes? Besides the program that you're running now, um, what you should look forward to is more. Specialized business mentorship programs. Mm-hmm. We are working on going directly to the entrepreneurs okay. and working independently out of sponsorship mm-hmm. and dealing with specific, um, specific 
challenges. And is, is there a specific reason why you shying away from sponsorship? I mean, the bills got to be paid. No, no, there's no. They, we just want to make it more open okay. and more accessible to entrepreneurs, so that they don't have to go through. A specific corporate to access programs. Mm. We want to make our programs more accessible to entrepreneurs. We do have programs that are sponsored. Mm. However, we have more programs that that are independent that okay. we want to make more accessible to entrepreneurs. Mm. So, similar to the transitioning program, it's looking at specific group of entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and we're doing that because we realize that we cannot be generic when we True. when we offer when we offer solutions. We can't do one size fits all. Exactly. Exactly, because it, it doesn't quite work. Different mm. people are sitting with different challenges. Mm. And if an entrepreneur has ri- been running a business and they are currently working, we need to develop a program for them. Mm. If there's an entrepreneur based and in, in, in the township region mm. and, and they're doing business and catering, we mm. want to develop programs specifically for them. Mm. So right now we, we are creating different programs mm. and I think... Um, entrepreneurs should look out for the transformation legacy. We've mm. got exciting things coming up, yeah. and we've got something that we're launching uh, on the 16th of June. Mm-hmm. And I will give more information about that yes, we go. sooner to the time. Yes. No, definitely. Yes. Uh, Mary, what should we look forward to other than the program that you're running now? Um, well, we're hoping to run more of these programs. Okay. This is going to be our see how it goes, but we're very confident in it. So hopefully we will have one every single year. Mm-hmm. And um, the expansion, we're expanding into more branches, which means more of our members will get access to more members, mm-hmm. uh, more opportunities and more facilities countrywide. Yeah, and I mean, I think we're particularly excited about that and would mm-hmm. possibly love to engage in a conversation off air. Yeah. So that we can get some of our tea entrepreneurs um, to be part of the conversation, you know. And I think it's very important so that we create opportunities and access to opportunities and information. Unfortunately, we can't apply conflict of interest. But if we did, then we'd probably need like six, seven offices. And then that would not be feasible. So, I mean, I think for me, Busi, I want to I wanna just digress a bit and ask, do you feel like a lot of ladies are jumping in? I mean, I understand the stats are sitting at 45% and you've worked with quite a lot of entrepreneurs. And this quite recently has become a topic that is very close to my heart. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like a lot of ladies um, are, take, are taking up the entrepreneurial or even the leadership roles that they're supposed to? Because I find it always interesting that the guy who's standing in front presenting at the Exco is a gent. But the guys who are analyzing the numbers, who are coming up with the resources, the strategy... Are ladies? Do you think mm. there's enough ladies taking it up and saying, "Hey, I'm gonna take, in char- I'm gonna take charge right now"? Uh, I think we could do with more. Uh, we could definitely do with more uh, female entrepreneurs. I think uh, female entrepreneurs have got a lot of potential, especially um, in terms of having greater impact outside of their business. Uh, what we've seen and research has proved it is. Uh, entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs have more impact because in, in communities because they're more nurturing and whenever they're given opportunities, they want to pay it forward. So I definitely feel like they, they should be more female entrepreneurs taking up, starting their own businesses and we currently do not have enough of that. Hmm. Yeah. I look forward to taking that conversation up off air. Yeah. No, I mean, while you're talking about taking up the conversation uh, off air, we've been trying to get hold of Kerry um, from Nation Builder. Kerry, how are you? I'm well, thanks, and yourself? No, good, thanks, Kerry. 
Um, Kerry, um, <laughs> I've been telling people about Nation Builder and the competition that you're running um, for social entrepreneurs, that we're looking at them winning a share of 150000 uh, of their seed capital business. Do you want to take this opportunity to say hi to our listeners? Tell us quickly who yeah. you are and more about the competition. Absolutely. It's great to be with you guys again. Sorry, I was a little bit late. Um, but yeah, we're really excited. We have a social innovation um, challenge coming up. Um, entries are open. They've been open for a while. We have over, we have about 80 entries already, which is quite exciting. And, um, it's really looking for an innovation that solves a social need or addresses a social need, um, but is sustainable. So it can, um, generate its own income, which means that you can pay your staff um, and that you'll also be able to make profits so that you can scale. Um, so that's quite important. So it's not a not-for-profit. It's not something that is reliant on donations. It's a business model. And um, the exciting thing is that there, there's a whole selection process. Eventually, 10 um, entries, the top 10 entries, will end up in a pitching den or final on the 13th of June. And we have an exciting panel of judges who will be um, assisting us in the nuts to um, find the top three. So first, second, and third place. And there's 150,000 rand that's up for grabs um, as seed capital for your social innovation idea. So that will be split between the three winners. Obviously, um, first place gets a little bit more than the other two. Um, but the event is also a great event for networking. So there's going to be lots of very influential um VC and um, investment um, people around in the room. So um, just being at the event, I think, is going to be a great way to network yourself and look for more connections to take your innovation forward. Do you want to quickly drop us some names as to some of the judges you have quickly? Well, we have one very cool judge <laughs> who is uh, from Clip Central. <laughs> so um, we've got Tabojo with us. And... Um, that's going to be judging on the night, which we're very excited about. And then um, we've got Titi Sekukane from Ethos, which is a um, an investment company. She's a principal agent, so we're really looking forward to having her with us on the night. And then we have um, Shepo Mutlamane um, with us from F&B. He does the enterprise development for F&B. We have Sean Tennyson from Growth Point. Um, he's also head of enterprise development and sustainability. Um, we have Darlene Menzies um, from KZN. She's a serial entrepreneur and has won many different awards for um, your SME space and, and starting up companies and taking them to um, full scale. And then we have someone from the Mergon Group, which is also an investment company. Um, and we've got Almero Strauss from the investment company. He's one of the directors that will be on the panel. So that's a really exciting panel, quite a few people that are already in the investment space. Um, but then blended with people that had the enterprise development knowledge, um, as well as a serial entrepreneur who's walked the walk herself. Um, it sounds very exciting. So yeah, really um, perhaps maybe quickly, do you want to tell us for people that want to be part of the competition, where can they get the details? Yeah, so the details um, you can find in various places. Uh, so if you go to our Facebook or Twitter handles, um, we're constantly advertising it. So our Facebook handle is Proud Nation Builder or just Nation Builder. You can look for us. Our Twitter handle is Build SA. 
Um, but you can also go to our website, which is www.proudnationbuilder.co.za, and you'll see at the top there's a banner for the innovation challenge that you click on. Or you can go to Launch Lab, which is the incubation um, hub that we are partnering with for this competition. And their website is www.launchlab.co.za and then backslash Nation Builder 2018. And that's actually where you end up. All these links send you to that page. That's where you upload your video. So you need to um, put together a three-minute video clip and of your innovation idea and you can upload it there and that will be where you enter yourself into the competition. The exciting thing is the winners also get um, assistance from the Launch Lab, which is, as I said, an incubation hub here in Stellenbosch. Um, and they've got many successful stories of businesses that have come through with great innovations that have been launched out, literally, um, into the business world and on our successful businesses. So they, with the three winners, they will walk a journey with them and you get access to their um, mentors and to their facilities and to all the programs that they run to help your um, business go from strength to strength. Oh, definitely. No, thanks a lot, Kerry, for your time. Next week, I'm starting the show with you. We want to have um, some exciting discussion and get to understand how the progress is so far um, as we're preparing for the competition. Wonderful. Looking forward to it. Oh, definitely. That was Kerry from Nation Builder um, talking about um, the competition that they're having. If ever you are a social entrepreneur, definitely go to Nation Builder, a proud um, nationbuilder.co.za to win your share of the 150,000 seed capital. If ever you've just joined and you've missed out on an exciting discussion that we have in regards to the guests that we have and some of the competitions and opportunities that they have for entrepreneurs out there. But you can always go to www.cliffcentral.com or download the Cliff Central app to actually catch the podcast to catch on some of the opportunities that we have. But more than anything, let me take this opportunity to say um, thank you to, to our guest. And we're really hoping that as the, we progress through some of the initiatives that you guys are launching, you'll come back and give us an update and even get to interview some of your winners perhaps. Thank you very It'll much. It'll be great. Thank you. No, definitely. It is that we had for you today with my boy, Bulalani Bala, as we close off the show, Bulalani. Get things done every day, all day long. In oh, flu, sorry. <laughs> um, get things done all right here on Cliff Central. Catch us again next time for another exciting installment of 360 Bears. My name is Fodi. Bulalani Bala, Bala, we out. This is cliffcentral.com.